Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Don't just ride the index. Seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Hey folks, it's Lyle. Get this, I'm coming to over 40 cities across the United States, the UK, Europe, and Australia to do this here Therapy Gecko podcast live. These shows will involve bringing folks from the audience up on stage to talk to a gecko about whatever they want, just like we do on the podcast. Uh, the shows are completely unplanned, completely unpredictable, and they will be a lot of fun. So if you're a fan of the podcast, you should definitely come out. Uh, tickets are available right now at therapygeckotour.com, and you should get them before they are sold out. That's therapygeckotour.com. We'll put the link in the episode description as well. Uh, the live shows are, are very fun. They're very gecko-y, and I hope to see you there. All right, let's get into the episode. Hello? Hello? How's it going? Going good. How about yourself? Uh, what is it you wanted to talk about today? Okay, so I have kind of a peculiar situation uh, with a friend that I've known for a while. I want to see how you uh, thought about it. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, so again, this is uh, a friend I've known since I was basically, he, he was uh, next to me growing up, uh, so we hung out all the time and actually went to the same college. And he had confided in me um, about my sophomore year, so a few years ago, that he is like only getting off to when he's with females or with whoever he is uh, with from like children cartoons. Uh, say that again. So when he is like uh, having relations uh, with people like let's see in the bedroom, uh, he okay. can only get off to like children cartoons like in his own mind. Okay, and all right. So when he's having sure sex with, with somebody, house. when he's having sex yes. with somebody, he can only get off uh, thinking about children's cartoons. Or is it is it like, are the cartoons, are the cartoons themselves children? Uh, no. So it's not anything like pedophilia per se, but like a couple examples. Like I have a a, a few of them that he uh, came to me where like like the movie Cars. Like Light Me a Queen, um, Eva from Wally, uh, like Tor Story, he like the, the Mary mm -hmm. Jane, like stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Wait, so you're telling me that your friend, when he's having sex with somebody, he can only get off if he thinks of Lightning McQueen from Cars? Basically, yes. Well, he sounds awesome. He sounds awesome. I mean, he's he's a good guy, but uh. 
I just kind of like weirded out by the situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, wh- why why does that weird you out? Uh, because like uh, it's it's more like when like guys are having like guy talk, you know, where uh, a group of friends something he'll not say any of this, but it's only when like we're alone and he's trying to talk about it. Um, and he brings it up quite frequently. Like at the moment, he has a girlfriend, and mm-hmm. it's just kind of awkward. Okay, I'm a level. You're, is your your friend? I mean, is he fucking with you? I don't think so. Like, I think he's like fully serious because he'll go like into depth with this stuff. What makes you think he's not fucking with you? Uh, the fact that it like it's not like a a one time thing. I feel like if he's fucking with me, it would be like, oh, he said it, and then he'll kind of joke about it. But like, it's been multiple times, like. Like multiple, multiple times where he's come okay. up to me and talked about this. Uh, so, you're, are you sure he's not like just really fucking with you? Honestly, I don't think so. He's not that kind of guy. Like, he's a very kind of like sweet kid, and he's kind of a little awkward. But I, I don't think he's fucking with me, and that's what kind of has been driving me away from our friendship. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he wouldn't throw away the friendship for fucking with me like this. Mm-hmm. Um, is it only like, like, who is it only, give me some more characters. Uh, okay. Um, so like I was saying, it's like Eva from Wally. Okay. Uh, Mary Jane from Toy Story. It's like the little sheep herder girl. Oh, uh, the, uh, 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 little, you mean little Bo Peep? Is that her name? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Her. Okay. Um, who else? It, it Ice Age, uh, Ellie, like the Manny's. Like girlfriend, the woolly mammoth. Uh, the woolly Tigers mammoth. from Kung Fu. Oh, oh, the female, the female woolly mammoth from Ice Age. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, ever seen Shark Tales or Shark Tale? Okay, the like the, the, the the girl from Shark Tales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The girl the from Shark Tales kind of hot. I don't know if you've seen that. She's kind of hot. Yeah, not gonna. She's kind of hot. But I get that one. Keep not, going. Yeah, that one, that one I kind of get. But, like, the, the mammoth okay. is a little kind of threatening. Or not threatening, but scary. Uh, like, Eva, again, a little scary. I, I don't know. Uh, Maybe he enjoys the Kung power of the mammoth. The tiger from Kung Fu Panda? Mm-hmm. Now, your your friend, he's bisexual? Uh, he is straight. Okay. So it's, it's mostly female characters, but, like I said, it started with Lightning McQueen, and it kind of, like, uh, evolved from there. Now these are all three D animated uh, characters. He's not into any like pure cartoons. No, I don't believe so. He hasn't brought any of those up. Okay. Um, he also said he was very excited for the uh, new Super Mario movie, and I can understand why. Uh, what Princess Peach? I'm assuming. Uh, I don't really know, and all the characters, yeah. but he really wants to see it with me. Okay. Um I feel like we think it's princess I feel like we think it's Princess Peach, but actually he's going to pull his penis out when Bowser comes on the screen. I think that's I mean, what he's into. Jack I, Black he's into I could do that. Powerful too. characters. Um Okay. But I feel like if it was just powerful characters, he would be more into not like 
children cartoons. I feel like it'd be like actual people or actual like uh, like movies or stories of fictional characters that are you know big and powerful versus these you know like animals and toys and stuff. I mean, all the characters that you just listed do have um, you know undeniable sexual energies to them. Lightning McQueen, confident, charismatic, um, Eve. Uh, you know, a caretaker, um, the su- very supportive. Uh, that we already covered the the girl from Shark Tales. Um, so mm-hmm. let's not pretend like we don't understand where your homie is coming from. Okay, let's level with him on that. Okay. Uh, tell me more about why this is disturbing to you. Um. Like I said, it's kind of in the confines of just when him and me are hanging out. So, uh, like, our boy time, you know, playing games or, like, playing Xbox, stuff like that, it always mm-hmm. turns into this conversation. It's always brought oh, up okay. uh, pretty frequently. Yeah. So I'm not really sure how to digress from that conversation, and it's more of him having these, like, in-depth of his sexual experiences while thinking of these characters when it happens. My thing with – and this is more your friend's issue than yours – is, look, I think there's a fine line, a major difference between being sexually attracted to Lightning McQueen and making your identity as a human being being sexually attracted to Lightning McQueen. And I think I mean, I your guess. friend room... has fallen into the trap of of the latter half of what I just said. Because uh, okay. clearly he's bringing this up so much because it has become a part of who he is. And and that is is dangerous in many ways. Yeah, that's understandable. So my issue, like, again, like, that's his issue itself, but I'm not sure if it's something I should bring up and try to get him away from, per se, because, you know, that's that's him. I don't want to go into that much stuff to, you know, belittle him uh, and any needs. But I, you know, don't know if this friendship could possibly continue for much longer if this is going to be all it's about. Have you had, look, you got to have a conversation with your friend and be like, look, dude, here's the thing. Like, if you want to um, jerk off to the woolly mammoth from Ice Age, like, I implore you to live your best life, but I don't, you don't have to tell me about it every time you do. Okay, that's understandable. But what if he You're... takes that the wrong way? Uh, He'd say like... I'm the only person he could talk about this to. Just let him. Um, yeah, well, I mean, look, you got to, I mean, we got to get serious here. I mean, look, it's just about setting boundaries, I think. Um, you know, if you don't want to talk about, uh, maybe give him an allowance. Like, you can describe, suck, fuck, I guess you would fuck the engine hole, the exhaust pipe. The exhaust, Let, yeah, he I can, have no he idea. Can, he can, f- tell him he can, okay, so you weren't even listening when he was telling you about all this stuff. I try to drown it out. Like, uh, it's right. more of like uh, the last time he had talked about it was like Doc Hudson, which is not, you know, it's kind of like an, an older car per se, but yeah, I he was more that. of like describing the sexual features of the car 
than like the actual presence of fucking the car. What? Uh, what was he? What was he saying? Like how um, smooth it is, and how like the the curves are all together, and how like he's very shiny, and the fender is just right in your face. He also said that the lips were perfect size and succulent, and that is a direct quote. I don't know where in the universe exactly, but somewhere out there is a perfect uh, community for your friend to exist in, and it is probably not you. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe you let him free and you let him experiment. Because look, he's there's got to be somebody else who is as obsessed with fucking cartoon characters as your friend is, and um, for his own sake, he should you know spend some time finding that person instead of uh, wasting his breath on you. Okay. So do you think like in terms of the friendship, I should have a conversation with them, and if it's like disagreeable at all, I should probably just cut him loose. Yeah, I think I think uh well I'm not going to tell you expressly what to do, but I think you should have a conversation with him and if he um you know continues to bring up all this stuff then uh he then he doesn't give a shit about uh you know the the boundaries that you have tried to set with him. And I think that's legitimate grounds for not wanting to be around him as much. That's my thought as well. I just want to talk to someone about it. And it's kind of weird to talk to him. I know because obviously they'll know who I'm talking about. <laughs> that is funny that they I don't wanna, would They yeah. would obviously know who you're talking about unless you have multiple friends like this. Well, it's my childhood friend. So obviously everyone knows who that is. Mm-hmm. Well, I, by the way, I have to well, ask like uh, as uh, I just have to just, the, the, you know, and look and look this, you know, um, question doesn't come from anywhere in particular but i am as his childhood friend i have to know what was his childhood like um nothing too like crazy i feel like as a standard children uh like growing up wise like he had no major issues in his life parents are both still there grandparents are all still there luckily um middle class good neighborhood nice school like uh it wasn't anything to bring out these certain desires per se like no trauma in his life could kind of contend with it so I'm not really sure where all this kind of came from. I'm not sure if it came from his childhood watching so many of these movies. Um, or maybe like just how it's like, uh, obviously I, I don't really know his full intake of his childhood growing up. I don't know like all the major details that happened in his life. But um, from what I know, there was no like specific tra- like tragic event. Mm-hmm. Don't let him jack off in the theater during the Mario movie. Do that for the sake of society. Um, have the conversation before that comes out, hopefully. Is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go, Matthew? Um, just have a great night, everyone. You too. And thank you. Hmm. Oh, how about this one? The Ants from Ants. I say no more. Who plays the, uh, the fish in, um... Shark Tale. Who is that? Angelina Angelina Jolie plays that fish. Give it to him. Give give him the give him the fish from Shark Tale. Let him 
have that one. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, Prize Picks graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA, and I did make a little extra money, which I, of course, put safely away in a high interest savings account. Just kidding, I used it to buy candy. And you can get extra candy money too. Download the Prize Picks app today and use the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Hi there. How's it going, Miles? It's going good. How are you? Um, I'm just chilling with my cat. Um, and I figured, um, I'd tell you guys about, um, a time when I worked in, um, like a customer support job. Um, we'll keep some, some details light. I would, I would basically help them with their internet. Um, you know, they'd call in, have me reset their password turn on and off their Wi-Fi box and uh, um, essentially essentially the um, unusual part is it says uh, here that I you used to use up. Google to look at random people's houses yeah so um you, you ever go on Google Street View and just kind of walk around? Yeah. Um, you know, just just get in the sights. I really like doing that. It's it's pretty therapeutic. It's something that I've uh, come back to a lot. Um, and it just, it just reminded me of the show, you know, when you go to Vegas and meet random people. It's like fishing, you know. You meet a random person and make a, a connection with them. You know, I, I think about... Um, you know, somebody's grandma that I helped connect their printer, like that person, um, you know, I, I couldn't call them back if I wanted to, you know, it's, it's part of the job. You have a responsibility to, you know, have their, 
uh, address and give, give them their help. You know, a lot of the time they're pissed and they, they're like, why is my Wi-Fi not working? Okay, and, so so let know, me can I can I uh, let me interrupt you for a second. So mm-hmm. I just want to make sure I have this clear. So you um, talk to the grandma, you help her with her internet, and then you look mm-hmm. up her address on Google Maps and look at her house. Mm-hmm. Basically, in another tab, and it was I, you know I try to you know people that were angry or people that were okay wait wait, real quick real quick so all right so you you okay now i understand all right you are you are remotely on the phone with an old lady and you're helping her uh with her uh internet and in another tab you go on google maps and type in her address to look at her house uh to see so like Like, while you're on the well, phone with her? Yeah, and while I was helping. There was a lot of dead air where I would just kind of, like, read them the Wi-Fi password or something. Or I'd be waiting for them to enter in the password. So, you know, I'd, I'd go to their house and take a walk around the block, uh, see what their neighborhood's like. And it, it was really something that I tried to not be creepy about. It was more of, like, um, a way to travel. A lot of the memories... Uh, I, I made of doing that street view. Um, I went to, I think Oregon has the Redwoods and there was a really nice neighborhood that was just pristine roads in the, in the Redwoods and very nice houses. And I just thought what, you know, what it would be like to live there. Cause I live in Michigan and I've lived in this, this sort of Michigan, Michigan trees my entire life. Um, and then I would go to Arizona on the next call and it would just, you know, there's no lawns. It's just rocks and cactuses. Um, and it, it really reminded me of the show. So I just want to call in and uh, I guess I really appreciate um, a lot of the callers and I appreciate you, Lyle. Now, do you think it would be now if let's say I looked up the caller's addresses and I was like looking at your house while I was talking to you. Do you think that would be weird? Um, see, that's the thing. I'm, I'm trying to think, was it unethical of me to kind of take that information? Like I, it is a little bit of a violation of the privacy and it was, I felt like it was morbid curiosity, but I never did anything harmful with it. And I, you know, it was kind of just like if I, if I had been an in-person tech helper, it seems like it would be the same thing. Like I went to their house, I was gone. I'll never see them again. I thank them for the time. Bye-bye. And I I really didn't see any ethical problem in, you know, just taking a walk around the neighborhood, almost like imagining walking, you know, going to a Starbucks or not Starbucks because I don't drink coffee, but you know, just seeing the stores, um, and traveling with Google Maps. So, like, a lot of callers, I've noticed, want to get out and travel and just see the world. But you can. You literally can. Street View is very good. Um, so, yeah, that's that's just something I, I wanted to uh, spread my love of. Just, just cruising around in Street View. Even if it came from my tech support job, um, 
I tried to make something wholesome out of it. Um, have you ever gone back to somebody's house? Like you're on the phone with them, you're helping them out to tech support, and then while you're on the phone with them, you're at their house, and then later you're like, "Huh, you know, I kind of like that old lady's house." I'm gonna, I'm gonna like later at night, you're just in your bed on your computer, and you're like, "I'm gonna go back to that lady's house." You ever do something mm-hmm. like that? Um, I I bet I have gone through the Google history and just seen lots of the different places that I've searched when I was working there. This is a very long time ago. Um, you know, just to look back at all the virtual places I've traveled. It, it's like, I don't know, it, it's, it seems like GeoGuessr. I guess the, uh, the call center part was just call center GeoGuessr. I guess I knew the location. Um, okay, so let's talk more about this. You use this, uh, looking up people's dresses that you're helping with tech support for and walking around their neighborhoods virtually. You use it as a way to virtually travel, correct? Uh, yeah, basically. And there's been a few times where I'm distressed and I'll just, just type in a random city or, or zoom into somewhere in Europe and go walk through the streets and street view. And it's been something that's pretty cool. Um, I think more people should do it, honestly. Now... Just randomly street view. Now, Hunter, do you ever... Do you have the desire to actually get out of your house and go to a bunch of new places? Um... Well, I drive, I I drive the same kind of route for work, so I do get out a bit. Um, I've never, I've traveled to when I was about twelve or thirteen. I traveled to Texas and we went to Mexico just for a day, and um, it's just a different world. Everything's so different. It just seems uh, extremely, extremely different. Um, Hunter, um, do yeah. you do you do you still work remotely? Uh, no, I don't anymore. Actually, I I used to go on Street View a lot more. This is like back in like 2014, I think. Do you still go on Street View at all? I haven't, but during the pandemic, I randomly picked it back up just as a um, stress relief or. You know, it's just a random curiosity thing. Um, um, Hunter, I feel as though um, you might... I mean, look, man. You're doing all this traveling through Google Maps. That's good that you're finding a way to use your desires, but I don't know. I don't know what to make of you because... It sounds like you have this deep desire within you to go and actually travel. I mean, I definitely... It's hard because I I love where I live in Michigan. And, you know, just for life circumstances. uh, I'm pretty comfortable in in my situation. Um, Um, Hunter, people do this thing. People... people, People go on vacations where they don't, they 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 continue to live where they currently live, 
and they travel to another place only briefly and then return back to where they live. That is uh, a good proposition. Um, I feel like I would, I would have to travel far enough to where it's a bit different. Like, um, I have been up to the UP and it's pretty intense. It's very snowy. Um, I think Canada would be cool. I, I think we're going to go into Canada. It would be a cool goal for this year. Okay. Um, okay. And well, I guess, uh, I guess I'll pop myself in Canada, see some places to go in Canada. Yes. I'm trying to think if I have any comments as to how I feel about um, you looking up people's addresses. I don't feel strongly yeah. about it. Was it um, a little bit unethical? I, I think, but I was responsible, I think. And, uh, you know, I'd never give out somebody's address. Well, I'm trying to... I will look, fuck all all that shit and all the what back and forth about that. I just want to get to the underlying thing with you, okay? Because you're you're, you're sweetly talking about uh, all this Google Maps stuff. But what's... All I really care about with you, and I think we've gotten somewhere with it, is is what's... What, what's, what's lying underneath all of this? Is it a desire to actually go places and if it is what what opportunities do you have if any what opportunities can you create to actually be able to go and do that um i i think it was a um i i I can wanted a kind of visual way to see um i don't want to say how other people live but just you know other other it's hard to put into words um, just the, um, the the human experience of every person. Like, I guess it's a, a parasocial connection to each person. Um, sometimes when people would be really angry at me, I would angrily look up their address and I'd be like, no, that's, that's kind of, uh, shitty to just creep on somebody like that. I didn't want to ever feel like uh, I was intruding. If somebody wouldn't invite me in their house, I wouldn't let them up, you know. Um, I think actually going and doing it is a lot of, it's a lot of work. Um, But I think in small steps, I'll uh, learn to travel. I got good people. Um, Hopefully this summer, I don't know. Has someone ever been angry with you and you've right. looked at their house and you've thought about stealing things from their front yard? Uh, I, I did have a... Uh, it was a guy that called me and complained that his Wi-Fi didn't reach. And I looked up his house and it was this massive house. So I said, uh, Sir, I really don't know what to tell you. You can get extenders or something. but uh, And he seemed to get like really mad at me just for I don't know I, I try to be a nice guy and offer the best solution trying to be a kind person um, and I just hung up on him I I couldn't take it I just hung up and I, I still feel kind of bad about just hanging up and not being able to resolve that um, mm. um, Hunter I hope you protect your own peace Okay, that's what I'll leave you with. Hope you protect yeah. your own peace. 
having people yell at you all the time. And um, I don't know whether or not it's ethical for you to fucking look at people's houses on Google Maps. But I do know that I'm going to be thinking about that every time I call somebody on the phone for tech support now. Yeah, I think everybody in chat will be too. <laughs> Hunter, is there anything um, else you want to say to the people of the computer before we go? Um, no, uh, I appreciate your work, Gek. Um, I will love on my cat and chill out and listen to the rest of the stream. Thank you for calling, Hunter. Bye-bye. Hello. Caroline, how are you? What's going on? I'm great. Um... My husband left me to go to Texas for work. I'm just chilling with my dog, watching a gecko. It's it's a good Wednesday night. I can't complain. Beautiful. Um, how can I get you today, Caroline? You know, you've been taking some some heavy calls, and uh, I just wanted to call in to just give a shout out and. Um, to all of the blanky adults out there. I'm 25 years old. Um, I am about to have my first child. And I'm still out here sleeping with not one but three baby blankets. And I've done my research and it seems that there are around 20 to 30% of adults have some sort of comforting item to sleep with. I just wanted to to discuss that. I don't think that sleeping... I'm going to take the position here, Caroline, that uh, sleeping with a blanket is rather normal. But a baby blanket? Like a blankie. What is the difference? It's smaller. Um... Mostly, if you're 25 years old like me, um, it's probably really tattered. It's seen, it's seen, seen some better days. Um, it's for sure. It, you know, and, and I always, I was always very insecure about it. Um, I grew up with, like, sleep problems, you know. And I was always the girl at the sleepovers, even in high school, like bringing my baby blanket and like hiding it and stuff. And then I was like, and I looked it up and I was like, does this mean there's something wrong with me? Is there some unanswered trauma that I've never kind of taken a look at? And I looked it up and they're like, no, no, this is okay. And it's okay for you to do this um, because many adults will turn to, you know, alcohol and drugs instead and it, it, it took a really dark turn but um yes i'm just and then do, you don't want to end up having to go to ba no <laughs> blankies anonymous you know what i'm gonna I'll, I'll see if there's any around here in nashville i'm sure that there are weirder things that have caroline here's my thoughts on this is uh i don't understand i guess to me i don't understand what your psyching yourself up about because this idea of a baby blanket um is is mm-hmm. is uh redundant to me i'm just trying to think of a word and i'm gonna go with redundant because you're it's fucking it's fabric 
It's soft. Yeah. St- people sleep with uh, comforters mm-hmm. and sheets and pill and soft things to make them fall asleep. The the this your blanket is people sleep with blankets all the time. I, I it's it's a piece of fabric that is soft. I think it's literally the the uh, consideration of the object, the labeling that you're psyching yourself up about. Uh, For when sure. it's just a, it's a fucking blanket. What's the big deal? But would you would you like scream bloody murder if somehow your comforter or your your just a blanket that you have on your bed disappeared one day, or or if your house caught on fire and your blankets went up in flames? Like, would that scar you I- for life? I um I think losing my comforter and my house getting lit on fire are two very different scenarios. Uh, one would cause me far less sure. alarm. Um, are you saying that uh, your concern or the thing that you find strange is that you have an attachment with your blanket? that is to the point where you would scream bloody murder if you ever lost it? Oh, yes, absolutely. Mm, Um, yeah, not that it's a, you know, I, I feel like there are, there are worse things. There are for sure worse things. And I've kept them around this long without, without losing them. Um, but I don't know. I just, and since I'm, I'm bringing a child into this world. Like, are the, it will he be like, yo, my, like my mom's like a blankie adult. Like, will he, will he grow up and, and like tell his friends and be like, yo, my mom's a weirdo because Look, she, like she has baby well, blankies. And st- I don't know. I'm just, well, you I'm have, you have, let like me, can I say now. you have a long, you have a long time until then because I assume your child is also going to have a blanket. So he's a piece of shit hypocrite if he says that about you. Oh, for sure. And and then this falls on me because I'm like, if I have if I have a blankie, a, a blankie lover myself, like I need to pick out the perfect one. And while I'm doing that, I'm, I'm going to be honest while I'm doing that. Like I've been I've been looking I've been, you know, scrolling on Amazon, whatever, trying to find, like, the best quality blankets. And it's, like, almost tempting to pick one up for me as well. Because these ones that I have here, I mean, like, don't get me okay. wrong. They're staying around. I'm let, not getting rid of let, them anytime soon. I, 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 I want to I go down a, 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 a path with this. Okay, so the blanket itself, sleeping with a blanket, again, in my head... It's completely normal. People sleep with blankets, whether you call it a baby blanket or you call it a whatever. It's a it's a fucking piece of fabric. I think what is interesting though is the attachment mm-hmm. to the piece of fabric. So when you say that you would scream bloody murder, like you have a very visceral, emotional, intense attachment to the blanket, is it one specific? Is it a specific blanket that's been with you for a very long time? Yes, three. I have three of them. My mom okay. has a shopping addiction, and she bought me three of the same blankets. And um, yes, I have all three of them. They're next to me right now, and I have a purple teddy bear too. So they're, you know, they take up some room. 
Okay. I could just bought long... a, a king size mattress because we're not we're not all gonna we're not all gonna fit on here anymore with the the dog and my pregnancy sure. pillow and, and all my blankies. <laughs> How long have you you had those items for? Since I was a, since I was a baby, they've been okay. around twenty five years now. They're and they're they're still kicking. I mean, they're they're tattered, they're ripped, they have holes in them. Like I have to hand wash them and be air dry, be okay. very gentle. <laughs> so these sure are objects fall apart at the seams. These are objects that hold a sentimental value to you. Yes. More okay. than like I picture myself being buried with these one day. Tell <laughs> tell like that they've just they've been with me since the beginning of time. My time at least. So listen. Is it it's look. It's not weird to sleep it's fairly normal to sleep with a blanket mm-hmm. to sleep with a blanket everyone does sleeps with a co- comforter blanket and sheets are all the same fucking thing to me i don't ca- i don't care about what they're all called they are a soft thing you put over yourself when you sleep so we all sleep with a, a yeah. blanket of some kind and it's a normal thing to have emotional investments in sentimental objects that have been in around your whole life now question does the here's where it gets does the blanket come with you to the grocery store and the bank no no on vacation if i'm staying somewhere if if i'm if we're you know going away somewhere blank blankets come with but do i shove it in my bag to to go grocery shopping i do not is linus a personal hero of yours You know what? I don't know why I haven't thought of this before, but yes, it's 100%. I don't know how his doesn't get torn at the seams from dragging it all around everywhere. But I do. you know what? I know. Is it because it's animated? It's because he's a cartoon, yes. <laughs> but we well, don't all have yeah. that kind of privilege in our lives. Like no, he does. no, we don't. No, we don't. Um, well, listen, Caroline. Um, I, 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 I know it sounds like you, uh, uh, you're, 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 and I don't know. I hope, I hope you take this in a positive way. I hope, I hope it's helpful for you. But it sounds like you're psyching yourself up over a lot that I don't think is worth being. Uh, I don't know, psyched. Oh, up I'm very good over. Yeah. Oh, I'm very good at doing that. I'm very good at doing that um, with other things as well that are probably more important than this. But uh, this <laughs> seems to fall like top of the line mm-hmm. a lot if I'm if I just get philosophical yeah. with myself too mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Uh, if your house did yeah. uh, light on fire, I think that's worth getting psyched up about. I wanted to say that as well. Um, you know what? Look, if you here's the thing. Do you have a do you have a job? I do. I I am a business owner. What do you? What's your business? I own a social media management company. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I, I look. It sounds like that. That's that's a thing that took you a long time to build. 
You're a fucking adult. You pay your bills on time. You have a child. You have a job. All right. Go buy yourself a blanket, Caroline. I actually, I'm going to say, I'm going to put, I'm going to say this, Caroline. I'm going to say this crazy thing. I think you, with the money that you make as an adult, making the intentional decision to proudly purchase and use a blanket for yourself is quite the opposite of a childlike decision. I think it's an incredibly adult decision to make. So I implore you to make it confidently. Mm -hmm. You know what? I'm I'm gonna go all out. I'm gonna find a Gucci blanket or something. I bet I bet they have those out there, don't they? Well, be financially responsible, us. That that is actually how people end up in VA. <laughs> so, I yes, I I will. You know what? You're you're so right about that. I'm gonna I'll I'll look at Amazon first and see see what Caroline. They have. Is there anything? That you want to say to the people of the computer before we go? Um, I guess. Listen, if 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 getting if getting to Gekin gets rough sometimes, you know, wait, I'm in Nashville during your Nashville show. We can always oh, switch nice. places, and I can and uh, I can put on the suit. You can chat to me. I don't have I I I don't have any uh psychiatric experience either but um if if you want to reverse the roles this doesn't mean that i have to like this doesn't mean i have to like make facebook posts for a dentist do i oh i more meant you can tell me your problems on stage but you but um hey if you yeah if you're good at i mean you're great at engaging with audiences it's just that and I'll 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 throw you the content, and you can write a fun caption if you want to do my social media job. Um, but yes, if you want to switch roles at at your show, and you talk to me, you let me know. Well, uh, thank you, Caroline. You have a good rest of the night. You as well. Thanks. I would do that, but I don't trust her. No offense. I like Caroline. But. You know. So there are some things. You know, we can cut all everything that I just said. And we can just end it right when the call ends. You know what? No. Actually, you know what? Don't cut it. I said what I said. I'm a fucking idiot. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! 
the most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hello. Hello. How you doing? Hi. I'm good. How are you? Doing well. Thanks. What's uh, what's going on with you this evening, my friend? Oh, nothing. Just, uh, you know, watching the stream, hanging out. Um, had a little something on my mind recently. Figured yeah, talk to you about it. Hit me. So I just got back from some travel. Um, and anywhere I go, I tend to just kind of people watch. That's kind of my jive. Um, one thing that I noticed though, is that when you have conversations with people that you don't necessarily know, you've never really interacted with, there's, there's kind of a, a direction that that conversation is supposed to go. Um, you know, tell me more about this direction (laughs) that you feel like the conversations are supposed to go. Sure. So, for instance, how we just started this conversation, it's, hey, how are you? I'm well. How are you? Mm-hmm. Um, and generally, it's kind of forced in a direction that isn't necessarily giving any substance to the conversation. It's, it feels kind of superficial. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just got back from Vegas, and I kind of noticed that that's almost every interaction I had personally and just watching people, it's the same way. There's no real connection between people. Mm. Mm. Have you felt this way for a while? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I suppose I've, I've noticed it for some time. It's a, uh, yeah, it's something I've always picked up on, I guess. Um, and something that I've always participated in as well. It just seems like that's kind of the, natural progression so you say it's something that you participate in um are you trying to have more vulnerable deeper open conversations with other people i I suppose so i guess um it's hard to tell when somebody would be receptive to that um you don't necessarily want to make them uncomfortable with it okay Um, yeah, I got a ton of thoughts on this. Um, I feel like in, yes, it's true. There's a lot of situations where people are doing a dance or they're being, you know, somewhat superficial or level one or whatever you could call that. But I think for you, man the thing to do and tell me if you already do this is you have to be vulnerable first you ha- you can't expect other people to let their guard down and open up to you if you're not gonna go there first you know what i'm saying do you ever do that do you ever sort of let your guard down when you're talking to people and try to engage them in the kind of conversation that you're hoping to be engaged in you know 
not I can't say that I have too often. Uh, I, I guess there's always the worry that you may make somebody uncomfortable by being vulnerable towards them. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a that's a good point, though. So it's a fear that you're going to, like, say something that's going to be awkward and make the other person uncomfortable. Uh, I, I suppose so. Yeah, sure. Um, it, it's I, I guess it's if that connection's not quite there yet, um, it. If you're vulnerable with them, it may close the doors to being able to make a more meaningful connection. Mm-hmm. Can I can I bring up another idea? Sure. So, if you're afraid that you're going to be vulnerable and that your vulnerability is going to turn somebody off, the 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 thing is is if you're trying to surround yourself with and engage in conversations with open-minded, vulnerable people, then when you open yourself up and start being vulnerable, either the person will respond positively and you will get to engage with them in the kind of conversation that you wanted to engage with, Or, if they respond negatively, it doesn't matter because they weren't the kind of person that you wanted to engage with anyway. That is an excellent point right there. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. It's a... I I guess... uh, at, at a certain point, you can't be vulnerable to every single person you talk to. So I guess there's got to be a kind of a decider of Spencer. You who can you fucking want to. Spencer. You can fuck. You can do whatever you want. You can be however you desire to be in the world to people. You can bring up your parents' divorce in every conversation that you have if you really fucking want to, and you will attract other people. Who are like that as well. There are no rules that you really need to follow. You know that's 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 a good point. I uh, I wonder what kind of brought on that uh, the the general ebb and flow of conversation that we have right now, where it's like super, uh, superfluous, uh, you know, forth that everybody has. Well, it's fear. You ever been to a fucking music festival and everyone's on ecstasy and they're all, like, spilling to each other? Oh, yeah. It's everyone's... That's all that's in everyone. That's in... the You know, the thing that the person who works in accounting uh, fucking is spilling to everyone while they're on ecstasy at the music festival, that's still in them when they're at their computer doing their Excel reports. You know, it's just that the environment and the drug and whatever it is, is is letting it come out. But it's in there. And if you want to take an opportunity to try to tap into it at a time, at a situation that's not a fucking music festival where everyone's on ecstasy and you want to tap into it, I think people would be excited by that. They'd be excited to talk to you because they know that they can be vulnerable with you because you're being vulnerable with them. 
Sure, I could I could see that. I, I wonder. So if your inhibitions are removed and you get vulnerable with somebody, but they're stuck in the idea of those societal standards, you may get a false negative reaction from them that could have been a connection in a more comfortable space. Definitely. Definitely. You know, like, but you got to take the time. You got to, you got to, you got to kind of give a little bit extra than what they're expecting and then listen to them to make it so that they, you know, feel as though their words to you are actually being received. Sure. Yeah. That's a good point. Can I, can I recommend a book for you to read? You absolutely can. Let me grab a pen. All right. So this is a this is a this is a dating book that I read okay. that really kind of changed a lot of how I think about communicating with people. It is a dating book, but it's it applies to any kind of interaction. It doesn't necessarily have to be a romantic or um, anything like that interaction. But you should read this book. It's called <laughs> Models. It's by a dude named Mark Ooh. Manson. He wrote another book called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, which is his more popular book. But um I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. But you should read this book, Mon again, it's a dating book, but I think the concepts in it apply to you know, all sorts of life stuff that has nothing to do with dating. Sure, okay. Yeah, so so I take it then that you you've had similar feelings towards random interactions yeah yeah absolutely i'm always thinking about that stuff i'm always trying to give a little bit more if i feel like it sometimes i don't have the emotional energy for it and that's another reason why <laughs> sure. people might that's another reason why people might act cold to you if you are putting yourself out there but i hope that doesn't detract you from putting yourself out there sure, yeah uh, Spencer, you. is there anything you. else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go or any other aspect of this that you felt like we didn't cover? Uh, yeah, uh, my buddy Andy absolutely loves you and he kind of put me on to you, so I appreciate okay. your time. Tell Andy I said, uh, I was going to say tell Andy I said he's a good guy, but I don't know Andy, so I can't make that assumption. Well, but I think he'd say, be I'm right gonna, there. I'm going to say it anyway. I'm going to say it anyway to be nice. <laughs> right on. Uh, thank I appreciate you for calling, you. Spencer. Of course. Thanks for calling. Yep. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.